Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime! Have you got a horror Often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world of It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Hello again, it is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post and Aaron Evernham here in our Concord Studios. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing good, good, good. Went to Kansas, saw some racing, not sprint car racing. They uh, <laughs> they used to have, we used to have some sprint car racing out there with this, but yeah. they moved all the weekends around, and so didn't get any sprint car racing in, but I got some NASCAR, some ARCA, I got some barbecue, so <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, it's it was a good, good finish that race, too. That, that was, was yeah. it was a wild finish, yeah. yeah Tyler Reddick like getting that. the win, taking it there out of green-white checkered, um, you know, I mean, just fascinating stuff. We 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 had one of those moments again, and we get them about three times a year in Cup. We get them every time Kyle Larson gets in a sprint car. But we have them about three times a year in Cup where he got down and out and behind um, a strategy call yeah. where they left him out on old tires, and he got in the back. And, and I was talking to Todd Gordon, Todd's crew chief, and uh, my co-host on Crew Call here on MRN, which if you like the nuts and bolts of racing, check out Crew Call on MRN. Um, Todd was talking about it. I said, I don't know what they showed on TV, and he acknowledged not much. Larson from like 17th to 6th was bonkers. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it was, it was, he was doing things in that big old heavy stock car that he does in a sprint car, you know, going yeah. in low and sliding right up and bouncing and slide jobs and right up on the wall and just carrying momentum. What Kyle understands about momentum to me, and I don't even know that he understands it. I think he just senses it. I think he gets momentum. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it's a stock car, a late model, a sprint car, a midget. There were times where, and then it's fun, you're down there with the crew on pit road, and the next thing you know, like, because, and, and Cliff Daniels is crew chief, who's a great crew chief. Cliff had apologized and said, I really put you in a bad spot. That was a bad call on strategy, put you in a bad spot. And Kyle's just like, okay. You know, yeah. it's not a it's not a matter of you did this to me or I did this to you and everything. And you kind of get the idea that, okay, is that car good or where are we at? And that car was good. And we got one of those, <laughs> all right, Cliff, I got you. No problem at all. Yeah. And then you see him and he passes a car and he passes two cars. And then the next thing you know, the crew members are starting to, and then every time by the crews, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was cool. He didn't get the win, but he, Kyle Larson is, is, I mean, it, it's so funny because we talked about, uh, you know, if you think Larson was good, wait to see this kid, wait to see that kid, wait to see this kid. I'm not sure we've seen any kids yet that are like Kyle Larson. It might be a while, too. It might be a while. Yeah. You know, there's good talent out there. I mean, yeah. it's unreal. But what we're seeing with Kyle Larson, and it's just across the board, 
And yeah. just it's just amazing. It really, truly is. So um, fun, fun stuff. We got a little bit of a, a, a change in order here because we're again dealing with these kids in school. <laughs> uh, last week we had Gavin Bochelle. We had to get him out of school. This time we're not. We this time we're going west, so we can't even hit the lunch hour. Um, so, uh, Craig's working on dialing up Corey Day, uh, to get him right here in a little break in his school day. So we can talk to him, winner of the Gold Cup Race of Champions. And so we'll talk to Corey here in just a moment. And, uh, then we'll get into our Hefner Racing Hot Topics and get back to order. And then also later on in the program, not necessarily in school, but a really nice guy, Byron <laughs> yeah, Reed, joins probably us. probably not in he, school anymore. It's been a day or two, a minute or two since he's been in school, but what a story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could not What a way to that. end his career yeah, at Attica, too. to win at Attica. So we're going to talk to Byron. Wow. And, and he hadn't won since 2019, which is like, we hadn't talked to him in a while. Yeah. You know, shame on us. You know, so uh, shame on us. So um, it's good to go. But let's go right to it. Let's go to the Sage Root Hotline. Fresh out of school. Well, for a moment here, we caught him in a little bit of a break. <laughs> Corey Day joins us. Hello, Corey. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We are well. We appreciate you and everybody out there making the effort to get you on here. We'll keep it kind of quick here today because we know you need to get right back to school. But congratulations. And what's it been like since Saturday night winning that Gold Cup? Man, it's been uh it's been pretty crazy. Um to be honest, it, it really didn't set in until until, you know, Sunday night or, or yesterday that uh you know, I won an outlaw race, so um yeah, man, it's been it's been pretty crazy. I'm just super thankful for uh, you know, my whole team for, for working so hard to to put us in that position to, you know, be in the be in the position on Saturday night to, to even come close to winning that deal. Corey, you've won a lot of races in your, your very young career, but winning a World of Outlaw race like that, 40 laps, you led every single lap. What is the the pressure like, the restarts? I know in the car you're probably in the moment, in the zone, but there had to be moments where, I know you talked about the end of the race, you weren't getting off a three and four like you like, where you you feel that pressure, you're racing with the best. Yeah, for sure. Like in the middle of the race there, I was behind lap cars and, um, you know, it was, was kind of one lane around the bottom there and, um, they were actually getting away from me a little bit. And, um, you know, my race car was kind of going away. We had a long green flag run there. Tires got hot and, um, yeah, like lap cars were getting away from me and I didn't know, um, you know, what was going on behind me. If someone was coming on the top, if the top had come in, if, um, you know, I didn't know what was going on there at all. So, um, you kind of just had to play the, or kind of just had to use your best judgment, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, just, just kind of get around the lap cars when you could, when they'd, uh, make a mistake and you'd get under them or, um, a couple of times I, I shot the middle and kind of got around them and then, you know, got down into, into three or into one on them. So, um, it was definitely a tough race. Um, you know, lap car wise, cause, uh, they, the track was pretty fresh and, you know, they were almost all as fast as, as we were. So, um, yeah, that was tough. And then, uh, the restarts were, were actually not as tough cause there was a lot of grip on the bottom. So I could kind of, um, you know, just start a lane off of it and then, you know, turn down into it and whoever was on my outside would kind of be, kind of be a little hung out and I'd be in the good stuff. So. <laughs> 
That's pretty cool. That really, truly is amazing stuff. It really, truly is. Um, you have uh, you have surrounded yourself. Shane Bowers, your crew chief, of course. Jason Myers, your dad, all part of your program and everything like that. You, as you rolled through the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, did you guys have a lot of adjusting? You do? Is it fine tuning? What did you What did you look? At? I mean, you, you actually you qualified on Thursday. You locked yourself in. What did you watch? What did you do as you built up to Saturday night? Yeah, so I mean, we've actually ran Chico a lot. Um, you know, actually not this year. That was our first time in Chico this year because we got rained out every single time. Um, we've had a race scheduled, but uh, you know, in 2021 and 2022, we we were in Chico a lot. So, um, you know, we just went there with the same same really baseline setup that we ran there. Um, you know, the the times prior and. Um, you know, that's kind of what we, where we go or what we go to every track in California with us. So, um, it, it was pretty much fine tuning. Um, the only thing we did do is, uh, Thursday night's racetrack for, you know, for my qualifying night was a bit smoother than, uh, Friday night and Saturday night was. So, um, the only thing we did was on Saturday night, I, I ran the dash hot laps and, um, felt a little, felt a little tight and I told Shane uh, we didn't know that they were going to rework the bottom like they did I thought we were going to have to run the curve for 40 laps so I just told them to to, to we just changed the shock we just changed the right rear shock that was pretty much it so um yeah l- luckily we you know had a lot of laps around Chico and we got a good package there so um you know it it, it uh it shows that when the outlaws come to town we we know what we're doing yeah, it's pretty neat to see a bunch of the California kids up front. Corey, I read a neat article about you and your father, and it talked about, you know, the, the mentorship, the relationship you two have. But it talked about how your dad just wanted you to be a kid. He wanted you to stay in school and not just be on the road getting homeschooled. What is that like to balance a somewhat normal kid life and be back in school like you are right now? And then on the weekends, kind of be a rock star. <laughs> uh, it, It's actually pretty cool. Like, I'm lucky to have like a really good group of friends around me at home and um, they all kind of kind of follow my racing and they all think it's pretty cool rather than uh, you know them just thinking it's some stupid like I just raised go-karts or something like that so (laughs) um, they all they all kind of get it they all think it's pretty cool and um, you know yeah they follow along with it so um, yeah it's pretty cool to it's pretty cool to you know be you know, racing with the outlaws on like around this time of year, you race the outlaws every weekend. And, um, you know, they don't necessarily understand like the full significance of that, but, um, it's pretty cool to, you know, race the outlaws and then, uh, be able to come home and go hang out with them. And, and, you know, they actually watched that race. So they, uh, they called me after and, uh, you know, they were all pumped for me, uh, yesterday when I saw them. So, um, yeah, it's definitely pretty cool to 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 be able to live both lives, I guess you could say. Um I'm really thankful for that. As you should be. Um that is a that is really really cool. That really is. And Corey, your school life is calling. So we do appreciate the time. Thanks for uh carving out a few moments there and we do appreciate your time and uh wish you continued success and we'll talk to you down the road, but thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Sound good, guys. Thanks for having me. You got it. There we have it. Corey Day joining us here on the program. I want to emphasize what you asked him about. And I'm so glad when uh, we, we knew we had one more question 
and I'm glad you went where you went. Um, I think we live in such a wild Mm -hmm. time where kids are getting great opportunities, and this is not just racing. This is the world. Any sport. Any sport. And a tip of the cap to Ronnie Day Mm -hmm. and the family out there with this, you are a high school student, be a high school student. You walk across that stage and you flip that tassel over, then we'll do the next stage. I don't think it's going to hurt them any. Nope. And I think it's going to give them, you, you imagine your buddies, you just won a World of Outlaw That's what I, it was on like you're, you're a rock star, but you also just get to be a normal yeah. kid and you've got geometry on Monday. Yeah. 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 I mean, man, a tip, and, and I didn't know, I knew of Ronnie, um, his dad. And, and and I don't know his mama. I know I know Ron. I, and and I talked to him last year at Ocean, and literally like I'm like, man, this is just a grounded, um, wonderful salt yeah. of the earth person. And then you hear these things that that they're doing with Corey and giving him every opportunity, working with Jason, working with yeah. Shane Bowers. He's got every opportunity to succeed, but also he's got every opportunity to be a high school student. Yeah. I think the article, um, Ronnie had a quote, something like, I don't want him to ever look back and say that I took his childhood from him. You know, you, you'll never regret that. He'll have all the opportunity in the world, but I want him to just be a kid and the pressure's not coming from us. The dude wants to go World of All Racing next year. He'll be able to go do it or in two years or whenever he yeah. graduates, he'll be able to do it then also. Yep. Uh, how many wins, how many World of All wins he has when he does it is how many trips they go through California yep. and when they can take some summertime, he came over and ran the Knoxville Nationals, qualified yep. for the Knoxville Nationals. I just think that in our day and time, that is very refreshing. I, yeah. And his answer is very refreshing. He's good he with it, He enjoys too. it. He gets to be a kid and yeah. go on the lake and wake surf and all the other crazy things he love likes to do. Love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. And, that. and that's one of the reasons. Well, our deal was you, you've got a very few minutes with him because he's in school. Yeah. And Wing Nation, I know, I know, Wing Nation is not as important as school. Oh, how dare they say it. No, Wing Nation is, is we, we love him. We want to get him on your show. We're good with this, but keep it tight. Yep. And out of respect for that, and just out of respect for the whole situation out there, I, I just think that is so awesome mm-hmm. what they are doing out there. And man, can that kid drive a race yeah. car? Holy cow. Yeah. You know, we were talking about Kyle Larson in the open, and he's one that said he reminds me a lot of myself. I haven't heard Kyle say that about too many people. Yeah, yeah, that is big. And yeah. then, and then, and then you surround yourself. Shane Bowers, the crew chief, and yep. Shane's been around the horn so much time. Ever, yeah. Jason Myers, a two-time champion. Ronnie, his dad. I mean, it's just you set yourself up really, really well. I, I just, I love what's happening with Corey Day, and and that is it. Let's get into it. Our after racing product hot topics. Uh, it was the Gold Cup, uh, the curb record Gold uh, Gold Cup race of champions out at uh, Silver Dollar Speedway in Chico. Prelim night winners were Kyle Larson and Buddy Kofoid. Uh, Corey Day um, picked up the win, his 11th overall win of this season. Um, he uh, has nine four ten wins and a couple of um, three he won a high limits, right? He didn't. No, I don't think he did. No, I think you're someone else. He ran. No, he did. He's not won a high okay. limits race. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, okay. he's not won a high limits race. I don't know because they've he, kept him. He came over and did Knoxville, so I think he did a high limits he, race. He did. Two. He ran yeah, one of them and he, did well. He did, Kokomo yeah. or somewhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah, if you wherever he went, he did well. I'm gonna look it um, up now. Yeah, exactly. That's gonna drive you nuts. That's <laughs> gonna is. drive you nuts. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it was great. Um, 
just great stuff with Larson and Kofoid and then uh, and then Corey Day getting the win and going forward with that. So uh, no World of Outlaw driver led a lap. Yeah. All weekend long. How about that? Interesting. Yep. We keep talking about how California's stepping it up. They are. They really it are. Shows. Did you did you find your notes or did you not? Did you? I did, and I gave up that. because I, I, I didn't want to have my nose in my phone. Nose, the whole time. Yeah, exactly. It's like I do enough of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So great, great stuff for sure from there. Now, uh, Attica Raceway Park. We we touched on this briefly just a little bit. We're going to roll up our sleeves and get into this. Um, Byron Reed. Just speaking of class act, grounded, mm-hmm. down to earth, wonderful, wonderful people. Um, he announced earlier this year that he was wrapping up his thirty fourth season of racing. And going to put a bow on it, going to hang up the goggles, if you will. Um, Friday night, Attica Raceway Park, 44th career win, led flag to flag. It's been a good season. He ended up finishing yeah. second points there. He wasn't bad, but he hadn't won since 2019. And so um, I just literally, when um, Brian Liskai is the guy that does the PR and he shoots out the emails uh, Friday night, wherever I was at, I was, I was in Kansas, so I'd have gotten back. When I saw the email, I literally kind of got chill bump. Yeah. Just, uh, that's how good that story is. That, that might very well be in the running for one of the best stories of the year right there. Yep. Um, fun stuff. Um, speaking of fun stuff, uh, quietly plugging away up there in northwestern Ohio is a young man by the name of Cap Henry. Um, and Cap, um, you know, he found himself without a ride at the end of last year yeah. and found himself in a ride. And he picked up the win at Fremont on Saturday night. And it was his 10th win of the season, so he joins the double-digit win club. Um, he also wrapped up the Attica Fremont Championship Series. And on Friday night, he was crowned the Attica champion. So he hasn't won. The Fremont points are not over yet, yeah, but he's won Attica races. and Attica Fremont Championship Series. And he's working on the Fremont stuff. Cap Henry's put together a really, really nice season, too, which is cool. Sure has. That's a good guy. And uh, that's all the good stuff. That's all the fun stuff. That's all the great stuff. Tuscarora 50 weekend, not good at all. Um, we did have Friday night racing. Uh, the All-Star Circuit of Champions, Tyler Courtney, held off some guy by the name of Lance DeWeese in that number 39 car. So Courtney picked up the win. Uh, Zeb Wise was third. Uh, Thursday night got rained out, and Saturday night got rained out. And we should have a decision, and who knows, they might have announced it while we've been on the air. It should be a decision as to when the Tuscarora 50 will run. So. Um, just an absolute bummer. Yeah. Um, you just, our buddy TJ went over. Yeah. Yeah. TJ, uh, TJ yeah. Slideways went over and he got, he got, he got, he got all the church food, church stand, food stand, got all the food. He ended up back home with Middlesworth potato chips. So he did all the right things. Uh, and he got one race and it's just enough. I text with him or shot a note back and forth with him. He, he wants to go back bad. Yeah. You know? So, uh, which is cool. Um, fun stuff for sure. So, hate it for our folks. Um, uh, poor Royal has been clobbered this year with weather. Yeah. They've really been clobbered with weather. So, I uh, hate to hear that, but uh, hopefully a good uh, makeup date. They still got a couple of uh, shows. They got the World of Outlaws rolling in there later this year still. And so maybe they can knock it out of the ballpark with some fall racing here. We'll see what happens. Um, There you have it, our Hefter Racing Product Hot Topics. Hefter Racing Products loves karting. From sprint karting, road karting, winged outlaw karts, HRP Streeter Superstands are the number one selling brand for all of karting. Yep, they have automatic electric lifts, rolling stands, and their stackers to carry multiple carts. And just like sprint cars, HRP has tire racks, engine racks, speed breakers, and a whole line of cart racing accessories. Yeah, uh, tonight I'm going out to see some of those carts. Are those you? Those stands, yeah. 
Uh, Millbridge Speedway runs night. tonight. Yeah, Millbridge Speedway. I need to get out there. It's another Millbridge Tuesday night. You can catch it on Dirt hmm. Vision, all the kids. It's really, um, boy, it's a, it's a neat scene out there. It's, you know, it's just funny because we have all the kids that are the, the Kyle Larson's kids, the Clint Boyer's kids, the, 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 the famous kids, Kyle Bush's kids. We have all the famous kids out there. But what's really fun is the not-so-famous kids. And, you know, I had a dad, I had a dad come up to me a couple of weeks ago out there and he said, man, I love, I love hearing you talk about the different people out here and the different things. And I said, well, what's your deal? And he says, my kid, we know nothing. I know nothing about racing. <laughs> I, and he, he went to a go-karting track or something and fell in love fell with in it. Love. And now dad's trying to learn yeah. about caster and stagger. It sounds like me at the pony shows. Now you at the pony shows, exactly. <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah, I'm here he, said, he, he said, now I'm trying to learn. He says, and we pull into the pits. And we look over, and there's Ryan Newman, and there's a crew chief from there's Tony Yuri, and there's all these people, and he's like, I just feel like, you know, and he said, I think the sun's <laughs> a little all, intimidating. I think the dad, the sun's all right, but the dad might be intimidated <laughs> yeah. a little bit, but um, it's fun. Now we got one kid out there. We got one kid out there. We we got a little time. We're we're a little off sequence here, and we're a little short there. We got one kid out there, Peyton Peyton uh, Peyton Brockmiller. We've got a kid out there. He's from Minnesota originally. Drives a number twelve car. Peyton's claim to fame. Okay, he was at the Roval a couple of years ago, that one where Martin Truex Jr. and Jimmy Johnson yep. got together at the end, and Ryan Blaney won. Peyton's claim to fame is Ryan has a, a thing where he grabs the checkered flag and hands it to a kid. Peyton was the kid that got the checkered oh, flag. that's cool. And so Peyton and his dad and family have moved down from Minnesota, and uh, they're starting a racing career, and he runs a number 12 car. Oh, and that's, that's the beauty of, that's what I love about that kid's deal is just every trailer you go to another um another story yeah every every kid and we all know the brexton bush story or the owen larson story but we we don't know the peyton brockmiller mm -hmm. story and we don't know this kid's story and that kid's story and and it's there's some good stuff out there so hey if you're around tonight tune in dirt vision if you're looking for something to do yeah tune into dirt vision so uh should be fun so and i'll see some of those streeter super stands out there holding those outlaw cards <laughs> up in the air thanks to our friends at hefner racing products we need to step away when we come back byron reed joins us on the sage fruit hotline perfection isn't easily achieved it takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. When we look at the 2023 season, I think last Friday night's going to be one of those highlights of the year across sprint car racing that we look at. It was Attica Raceway Park. It was his final run at Attica Raceway Park. He is a 
an eight-time champion there, and he led that thing from flag to flag, and he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. We welcome back to the show Byron Reed. Hello, Byron. How are you? Oh, doing good. Thanks for having me. What is it? Um, I've talked to I talked to Lynn Paxton over in Pennsylvania about this, and I talked to Fred Raymer, who did not put an exclamation point at the end. He ran a race or two after the National Open. But what's it like to to know you're done and to be able to win that final race at Attica? Uh, it's it's a great feeling. You know, we've been getting we've been pretty fast there this year. We just hadn't put it all together um but it it felt awesome and as far as uh the week leading up to the last race i felt pretty good about it but then all of a sudden the day of the race i started i don't know getting butterflies and getting nervous and um it's funny because in my heat race by the end of the heat race i was like wore out like i couldn't catch my breath my arms were, were my arms were tired and i think i was just so worked up about it that uh it just wore me out, but then for whatever reason, when the A main started, just like a calm come over me, and I just drove it just like any other race, and I uh, kind of wanted to really um, attack the lap cars. I didn't want to get beat in lap traffic, so so it was, it was a great feeling to get that win. What an amazing night. Byron, going back to, to this be- being your last season, you know, I, I was a race car dra- driver back in my day, and, and every driver talks about that difficult decision to know when is right and when is the time. What were some of the factors that led you to know that th- this was this was the year, this was it, and you were going to be done, and, and it seems like you're sticking to that? Yeah, I am, and uh, I have a lot of people ask me, oh, you, you sure you won't come back? Well, I don't plan to, but... um. <laughs> Basically, I just uh, I had been thinking about it, and a lot of times people say if you're thinking about it, you sh- you probably should do it. So I was thinking about it, and I just I kind of surveyed a lot of different guys, what their thoughts were, got different opinions. Um, Jack Hewitt told me I was absolutely crazy that I should keep <laughs> racing, um, but then then another guy, Mark Keegan, a local legend. Mm-hmm. I was funny. I was talking to him. I said, "How long? How, when? How? How many years did you race when you hung up?" Said thirty four years. And that's exactly the amount of years I would race. And it seemed like he raced forever. So I don't know, you know, I just, um, I wanted to, I wanted to still be able to be able to win a race and not be like where, where you're just so you've fallen off so much that it, it's not the same, you know, and, and I know I'm not as good as I used to be, but you know, I'm still good enough to run towards the front. And, uh, so that's, I just feel like this is, this is kind of how I wanted it to happen, to, to still feel like I had the ability to get it done, but yet knowing I don't want to keep going to where, where it's I've fallen off a lot. Yeah, then you, you're just kind of at the bottom of the hole with a shovel digging a little deeper and just trying to trying to figure out what you do with it as far as that goes. And you did, you know, honestly, you had such a great year, second in the point standings. You did everything up until Friday night but win. So even getting the win obviously is the exclamation point, but you, it sounds like you've been competitive all year long. Yeah, we have. We've had a really good year. Unfortunately, we had a guy just have an incredible hot streak, which is Cap Henry. He had a great has has had a great year, and and uh, he's kind of been the the bar that set for us this year. But um, yeah, it's a really good year, and that's that. Like I said, that's how I wanted to do it. I wanted to, I wanted to still be competitive, um, and yet you know I could still race a few more years. But I just I just feel like. It's there's nothing there's it's only going to go downhill. So I just wanted to end it at this point where I still felt like I was pretty competitive. 
Byron, with all the the races you've won at Attica and all the fans you have there and your family there, what was the reaction like in Victory Lane? Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, um, I, you know, just I just like I said, uh, um, my crew, my who are also some of my best friends and, and family members too. Um, we just all we we'd been, you know, really pushing for the win all year. And like I said, we've been very, very competitive and close. Just couldn't quite seal the deal. So when we got the win there, it was, I, uh, it was kind pretty of awesome. It really, was really emotional and, and it was, and it was really uh, nice. The fan reaction was really nice. I hate, <laughs> they, they kind of did a little, since they knew it was going to be my last race, they did a little, uh, I don't know, like a little um, celebration or whatever, but it, in some ways, I was, I kind of felt weird about it. So I kind of felt like I was, it was my funeral. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was kind of weird, but it was very nice of what Attica did for me. So, um, yeah, I really appreciated it. Well, if you were at your own funeral, you got out of the casket at the end of the night and had the last laugh. That's for sure, man. That's that's yeah, awesome. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. That is really cool. One of the things that always stands out to me with you, Byron, and you and I, I think we were staying at the same hotel in Knoxville, uh, when you went out there and you, you said you wanted to go out there and you went out there a couple of years ago, you were fairly confident you weren't going to be competitive, but you wanted your family to see it. You wanted your, your, your kids to, to see what sprint car racing is. Um, and, and I respected that so much because when you, when you do this for 34 years, boy, the whole family has got to be bought into it. It's, it, it's it's got to be sad with all the memories, but it's got to kind of be nice to look at some some Friday nights or Saturdays when you're not uh, you're not in the shop till all hours of the morning working on the race car as well as you look forward. Right, yeah, it is. It'll be an adjustment, um, but yeah, it's and um, it's funny because yes, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be nice to not to not have that you know responsibility, but but also it kind of as the season's gone on here you. You realize that that's also is some of the good times too. You know, just being there with your with your guys and just you know working on the car. Sometimes that, that it's kind of uh, you know kind of nice to do that. Sometimes, Byron, are there things that are or maybe you want to say on your bucket list? Things that doing all the racing you've done has prevented you from doing, whether it's traveling or watching your kids play sports, whatever it is. Are there things that you're really looking forward to with some extra time on your hands? You know, it's funny. I I really I do need to get some things figured out because I don't have a lot of things <laughs> on my plate. I mean, we definitely have some traveling we want to do, and definitely have some um, you know some things that you just kind of neglected over the years that we want to take care of. But but as far as a big bucket list of things I want to do, I really don't have a, a bucket list quite quite figured out yet. Now your 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 final race was at Attica. Am I? Are you running? You obviously the All Stars are into Fremont this week, so you still have a couple more races over there. Is that accurate? Yep, I'm gonna. I have three races left. The two All Star shows at Fremont, and then they have their final race, which I think is September 23rd. So we'll be at that. How's things looking for this week with the All Star series rolling in there? That's always a that's always a battle royale mm-hmm. up at Fremont. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's looking pretty good. I, we're we're doing fairly well at Fremont. I've um, been a little better at Attica this year than Fremont, but we're doing fairly well. And I think if we, you know, when you race against the All Stars, the guy, you know, guys like that, uh, the key is to you got to qualify well. Get you know, get, you got to if you start in front of them, you got a chance. If you start behind them, it it makes it pretty difficult. So we just got to get qualified in and and get through the heat 
properly, and, and then, you know, I think we'd have a chance. See what happens with it. Can't wait to see what happens. It's the Jim and Jan, uh, Jim and Joanne Ford Classic this weekend up at Fremont for the All-Star Circuit of Champions, as well as all of the great drivers from Attica and Fremont. Byron, uh, congratulations on the win. Uh, we always appreciate the great conversations we've had with you on the air and at the racetrack, and I know there'll be more down the road as we kick around this sport a little bit, but thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate all the all the stuff you guys have done for the sport of sprint car racing over the years, and I think it, I think it, the sport in general is is trending in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot going on, a lot good going on. Thanks. Good luck at Fremont. All right. Thank you. There we go. Byron Reed joining us here on the program on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Class act. Yes. Just always has been. Always has been. Yep. And, um, man, that's just cool stuff. Really, truly is. Hey, we need to step away. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. Man, listening to Donnie Schatz talking about those <laughs> apples and seeing we have video. If you're if you're listening to it, you didn't see the video. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, the video of those apples. It's yeah, apple season. It is apple season. Oh man, you get all that pumpkin stuff all over yourself. I'm going with apples. <laughs> I'm going with apples and sage fruit apples. Really, really cool. Hey, we mentioned I mentioned YouTube or mentioned whether you're listening to this in Spotify or MRN, wherever you're watching this. Uh, do us a favor. Share it, like it, review it. What happens with this stuff is, is that the way this thing works is, is that the more people that like and share and review, the, we all know we're on those, um, what are those things called? Those that, where you get certain things, codes. What's the code? What's the code? Uh, yeah. What are you talking well, about? Well, I don't know. I know you know, I know you don't. <laughs> Nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. We all are on, like, like when I mention... <laughs> That I'm looking to buy a vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah. The um, algorithm. Yes, algorithm. That's the word. So that's the word. For. Algorithm. Okay. The creepy. Yes. Exa- way to well, know exactly. You're it is. No, yeah. it's creepy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's turn it into something good. Okay. <laughs> the more people. Keep talking that, about Wing Nation. That's right. Keep talking about Wing Nation. The more people that talk about Wing Nation or like it, then when folks come in that have other sprint car interests, then this shows up on their feed. So like us, share it, spread the gospel. Spread the Wing Nation gospel. Algorithm. There we it's the go. Word of the day. Word of algorithm. The algorithm. Like the code, algorithm. Algorithm. Yeah, and I love when I love when I do it because because I'm about as whacked out as they are, and Aaron is about as buttoned up as they are. Not and so, so much. when I come out with something like, it, there is no way in the world her mind and my mind are working. I had even no idea where you were headed. And then when I can't find the words to explain it, the look <laughs> on her face is just priceless. She's just like, "What is this guy talking about? Where are we going here?" And uh, we got, we came up with algorithm and uh, <laughs> the code, the code, the code. What's that code thing? That code thing. Yeah. Um, last week on our television yeah. program, uh, Ashley introduced us to the word Washingtonians, exactly, or something <laughs> like that. Washingtonians, or something like that. She, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, 
We get all kinds of new words. Some of them are accurate and some of them are not yeah. here on Wing Nation. Exactly. Just roll with it. Yeah, absolutely. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum birthday calendar. Tomorrow's the birthday of Frankie Kerr, Armin Kruger, and Ron Schumann later this week. Today would have been the birthday of 2008 inductee Tony Bettenhausen. I love this. Okay, you think about the iconic Bettenhausen family mm-hmm. and then his sons, Tony and Gary, the whole, the whole crew. Okay, you think about this. Tony, the patriarch of this whole thing, was born in 1916, okay? I don't know what he was doing. He was 19 years old. He went to Riverview Stadium in Chicago and saw his first race, and that's where he fell in love with it. And isn't that the, that's the, and imagine if he didn't go to that race. Yeah. You just think about life. I, it's, it's just fascinating how that goes, because, the, I mean, the Bettenhausen name is, you know, there's a wing at the Hall of Fame for Bettenhausen. Yeah. And yet, he was 19 years old, went to Riverview Stadium, saw the midgets race there, and fell in love, bought a car, others drove it, then he drove it. He was known as the Blonde Blizzard. <laughs> um, and then, like, you get, you're racing in the early 40s, and then you're not racing in the early 40s. Uh, World War II, and then he came out, and then he really started picking them up and laying them down with championships. Championships, big race wins, uh, pretty much everything. And and then, you know... Very, very typical of a lot what happens here, uh, May 12th, 1961, uh, parts failure, and he died in a practice crash at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. But he's forever enshrined, class of 2008, Tony Bettenhausen at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So, good, good. Love that museum and just love when we can talk about those uh, folks that, uh, you, you think about all of the folks and those that have passed. Um, but then you think especially about those that lost their lives in racing, and boy, that was a way of life back then. Yeah. So it really, truly was. So, um, all right, let's get into it this weekend. More late night, more <laughs> late night. This is our last late night of the year, last late night weekend of the year. Uh, then they come over to Eldora next week. Uh, World of Outlaw, NASA, did you drink sprint cars? Boy, it's going to be a good one out there. Friday night, the Tommy Tarleton Classic at Hanford, 21,000 to win. And Saturday night, Placerville, the 49ers Gold Rush Classic, Placerville. Man, that's the that is a bucket list track for yeah, me. Yeah, it wait is to, a great track. Going to get there here soon. Going to get there. Yep, and like we mentioned, the All-Star Circuit of Champions are at Fremont this weekend. Friday and Saturday, the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic, 10,000 to win on Saturday night. Action in Pennsylvania during the month of money is the Jim Nace Memorial is the headliner. There are other racing action as well, but Saturday night, Sealands Grove Speedway is going to be the place to be. $26,000 to win, Aaron. That's a lot of money. Non-sanctioned race. Just bring your darned race car and let's tee it up and let's go and see who's the best man wins. Yeah, that'll be a Won't want to miss that one. 360 racing this weekend. The ASCS National Tours. The Jesse Hockett Daniel McMillan Memorial. 10000 to win. And then you have Oshwegan Speedway has the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals, also 10000 to win. Yeah. These are some big 360 races right there. Big 360 racing this year. We haven't talked. We don't get a chance to talk yeah. much about it, but it is so cool what's going on. And uh, Oshwegan, man, what a great place oh, that gosh, is. Oh, gosh, I love oh, that race. Oh, that is so cool up there. Man, they... It, they, oh, they, Glenn Styers. Glenn Styers, and they get the weather. There's going to be a party up in Canada, that is for sure. They will have a good time. Yes. So great, great stuff and uh, really, really cool. Always great to catch up with uh, Corey Day. On the useful side of this, and and Byron Reed on the veteran side of this, and get a chance to do it. Now, our Wing Nation television program this week, we had Zeb Wise, okay? Um, Zeb is a guy that not many people know much about. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, when we have him on our TV shows, we try to snoop around, and we had very little luck snooping around. 
at finding out things about Zeb away from the racetrack. We know he's a gasser. Yeah. We know he can drive a race car. We like to talk about the dirt and the gossip and everything else. Well, not gossip. Well, um, a little bit. But. We got Zeb going about a go-kart track at his house. And the next thing you know, you just need to tune in. Uh, we got him talking about off-track stuff. And I'll tell you what, it was a Zeb Wise. When we got done with the interview and we hung up with Zeb, I said, that was a Zeb Wise. I didn't know that I was going <laughs> to see. And I'm grateful that we did. He is great. He's phenomenal. And we talked a little bit about snowmobile. And then we got into this track and sunshine wrecking vehicle. Oh, gosh, oh, all kinds of stuff. Yes. Tune in. Tune in. Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, uh, Rev TV on Wednesday night, Mav TV on Friday after, afternoon, um, Friday afternoon, 1230. You can get Wing Nation gear. You can go to shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com, or the Book Motorsports Justin Pack merchandise trailer. Um, probably, I'm assuming they're probably going to be in Pennsylvania with that Nace Memorial with 26. Oh, no, no, no. They're, well, no. Yeah, because they're not running the All Star <laughs> deal, so they're. Yeah. It's tough to say. They might. They might go to Fremont. They might go. Who knows? Wherever they're at, go Find do it, or go to shopwingnation.com. <laughs> so fun, fun stuff. We appreciate Corey Day and Byron Reed for joining us. She's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here this time on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches.